This week in the world of news from books, beards, and brews. All right. As always, I am Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Eric. Oh no, my mouth is full. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I was eating a donut and then you it, know what? It, you know, the... someone, a listener to the podcast, is like, "No, look, she's not an intern. She's an equal part. Like she, no, no, you're not. But like the stuff like this, man, we want to, we want to promote you out of intern. We really do. But when I do like eight <laughs> countdowns that we're going to start this episode, and as I say three, you put a donut in your mouth. They're Come so on, you are killing me, Smalls. They're so good. I Ugh. am forever unpaid intern, Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that shit up, yeah. These donuts are real good, y'all. The like the cheap ones. With He's the, had them. I love them. Who hasn't had a mini chocolate donut? We know they're good. You don't have. Then to. why are you making me feel bad about eating it? Because you're timing. It's not, it's not. It's not that you're eating it. I I strongly encourage you to stop fat eat. shaming me. Bob. I'm not. I want you to eat those donuts. I just think that maybe you could have waited the 20 minutes it's going to take for this news episode to eat them. But I'm so them. hungry. <laughs> Fine, I'll put half my donut down. Oh, God. Whatever. The, I'll focus. All right. Let's, let's, I have a bunch of little <laughs> snippets of news to just... Mm-hmm. First off, um, a while back, a long time back, for season one, Derek, you talked about Butcher Box, didn't you? It was like a yeah, meat delivery? Mm-hmm. So I guess they're expanding... Because uh, remember, at Ooh. first it was only like in the in DC certain, area. Yeah. I thought either DC. It was no. The thing was, we look. I didn't look close enough. It was Washington. Which Washington? I was unsure. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, it looks like they're expanding. Um, and real cool, uh, they have a special running that, like, if you guess what, we're not sponsored by Butcher Box, but this is just too cool not to mention. Um, you get free wings for life. Yeah. From them. If you order, like if you or, like set up your thing now, you get, I think it said three pounds of wings with every order, like er, like every week kind of deal for the duration of your contract hmm. with them. So why so, are you not hopping all over that? I don't think they support uh, this area probably. I don't know. I, I didn't look to see what all areas they support, but I thought, A, hey, that's cool. B, um... It's probably going to be too expensive for me. Any of the any sub- food subscription service I've looked at has been out of my price range. I used um, what was it Green Chef for a little while, and it is pricey. Yeah, it's definitely is not a grocery store replacement. The only one I ever saw was the one that you were doing, Derek. The nature snacks, box stuff. Nature box because like yeah. that's like snack food. Yeah, you know? like you're ordering snacks yeah. you're not ordering a meal but like those like every, like oh hey you know it comes out to like 14 dollars a meal well fuck me yeah i'm gonna pay 14 dollars a meal it's not gonna be one i have to cook i mean they're really good i enjoyed using green chef i mean it was cool but it's pricey yeah um, now hook me up with a crock pot subscription service where you mail me the shit that all i do is dump it in a crock pot I could fuck with that why aren't all you do- day. Why aren't you doing that? Million that's your dollar idea, on, right there. Yeah, that's my idea. It's like, yeah. hey, you you want to try something different in your crock pot? Yeah. Here's a Ziploc bag. Dump it in. Yeah. Bet. I wouldn't think that'd be hard to do. It's just a bag, and then you a fucking refrigerated mailer. <gasps> okay, I know you both, and you both want food. Food. Mm-hmm. How about you give me money every month, and I'll bring you like six Ziploc bags full of stuff. And you just throw it in your crock pot. We'll discuss this off air. Mm. 
Hmm. Start small. Start local. Get just that side that. hustle. Yeah, start doing that, and then, yeah. Bet I won't do that. We'll talk about this off air. Yeah. I helped him make a real good roast in the crock pot, and I do a real good salt pork. By, by help, I was like, <clears throat> so should I just do this? She's like, eh. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I mean, just whatever. I was, like, oh. I was there for moral support. And I was like, okay. He hadn't even opened up the crock pot until I got here. He's like, I bought a crock pot three hours ago. Yeah. It's here. I had a hunk of meat, <laughs> Tony's, and beef broth, and I just combined them. Yeah. And it came out amazing. Anyway. All right. Next little bit of quick news. So I know we've talked about the McAllen 52 year. Mm hmm. Uh huh. It goes for $53,500 a bottle. Oof. How much a shot do you think that is? $600. Huh? $600. $3,000 a shot. Fuck off. To get this. Going on sale this summer, McCallum is doing a 72. <sighs> now, get this. All right, they're only doing 600 bottles, which they're already down to 599 because uh, the I think it was Men's Health. Like, they, they used a bottle for, like, a press taste tasting mm-hmm. kind of deal and so i was reading the men's health article about the guy who got to go taste it um but get this so the 52 is fifty three thousand five hundred. how much do you reckon the mccallan 72 is it's 20 years older how much do you reckon it starts at 65 Eric. yes starting at sixty five thousand. what yeah. right on the dollar yeah yeah, yeah. so I thought that was neat. I was like, wow, you know, it's 20 years older. I thought it would be more than $13,000 more expensive. Is there not, like, an upper limit for whiskeys? Well, I guess the upper... Well, yeah, they did... Well, yes, it's hard to do because it evaporates in the in the mm. crate. Like, the crate, like, the barrel will absorb yeah. it and yada, yeah. yada, yada. So, that's part of what makes it so hard to do these incredibly old whiskeys is because... It takes a long time and... I mean, that's 72 years where shit could go wrong. Yeah. That's the other thing. Is like, how many companies have are 72 years old is another thing. Yeah. The, there's not that you many. Have, you you know? have to have the uh, stability to be able to risk taking that yeah. long to do Oh, this thing. is also not a blended whiskey, I don't think. Hmm. Um, which makes it even harder. Yeah. Well, neat. Yeah. Um, that's like the whole mortgage for the house that you're trying to get. Yeah. I could, I could literally the house I looked at yesterday that I really liked. I could buy, or I could buy this bottle of scotch. Oh, I was gonna, I, like I was gonna compare it to my student loans. Then I was like, oh, that's gonna make me real sad. So <laughs> I could get two bottles of this yeah. instead of I think my that, one. Sheet I think of they paper. said they're only gonna send like 198 of them to America Ugh. or I'd, to North America. I'd rather have the sheet of paper. It's not doing me really much good. For real, I'd rather have the bottle of whiskey. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you, you could probably sell it for more. Oh yeah, yeah. no, they, yeah. it's starting. They like the way they were talking. Like, oh yeah, this will instantly shoot way the fuck up on the collector's yeah. market. Buy that shit for. I would. Investment. I would make more money yeah. buying the whiskey than I would with my bachelor's degree. Uh, oh, let's not get sad. Let's keep going on. All right. <laughs> so a uh, few little few little books coming out of of note uh smoke and summons is a new Char- charlie in holmberg book yeah comes out i think we both have gotten it yeah right? I, got, I think it was like a free book it was a free book um but you've read didn't you read her paper magician books yeah you've read the paper magician mm-hmm. so this is a new series 
I also picked up. Oh, I think I, I think, have that too. Smoking summons. Yeah. Kindle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got so, that. Oh, we could maybe later in the year that could be a book we read together. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Okay, we'll see. We'll just we'll put we'll a pin see. in that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so get this. L.E. Modisett Jr., <sighs> who I thought was dead. I'll be honest with you. I thought he was dead. Um, he's got a the 12th book in the Imager series comes out. Um, Never read any of that one. I didn't know he did stuff outside of fucking Recluse. I had no idea. Oh, he's yeah. This is like books, dude. The, yeah, like he's got like 20 fucking. I think it was like 19 recluse books. And then he's got he's on book 12 of this series. He's got multiple other, other series, series that are like yeah. eight books. Mm-hmm. You know, like Dang. he's fucking turned out some books. Look I, yeah, so and that you thought I'm, the man was dead. Yeah, because like because no, because if a new, real, if a recluse book doesn't come out, you don't hear his name. Well, yeah, for real. Like I've never like I chill on the fantasy subreddit mm-hmm. a fair bit. He didn't come up. Never that often. see him mentioned outside of recluse. Yeah, hmm. but like. Clearly, these are good. Like, look, you don't, you don't get to the twelfth book in a series unless they're if people good. ain't buying yeah. them. You yeah. know, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? I've been fucking sleeping on Modisit. Need to get on that. Apparently, have you read any of the Recluse stuff? Yeah, I've read just the first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this one, I don't know shit about this person. Um, I had not heard of this book, but I loved the little description. All right, so it's called Break the Bodies, Haunt the Bones by Micah Dean Hicks. Here's the one-paragraph description. Almost everyone in Swine Hill is haunted. Jane's ghost tells her what everyone around her is thinking, even when she doesn't want to know. Hmm. The lonely spirit possessing her mother burns anyone she touches. Her brother Henry's genius ghost forces him to build strange and dangerous machines. When pig people appear in town, taking precious jobs at the pork processing plant and enraging the spirits, Jane knows her brother's ghost has something to do with it. As Swinehill's violent tide of dead begins tearing the town apart, Jane will have to find a way to save her haunted family and escape the town before it kills her. That sounds awesome. What the actual hell? I know, right? Like, it's just like, so... what is that? I don't... Do they say pig people? Pig people. That's yeah. orcs, That right? was not a stutter. It was pig people. Yeah. Working in a pork processing plant. Yeah, and yeah... Yeah. So is this going to like turn out to be so like a PETA thing where like it's I not pig, this. it's humans we're eating. Like what, what it comes this? out February 5th. <gasps> That's my birthday. I am I I'm hardcore going to check this book out. Yeah. Like I'm fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is bizarre. But let's be this fair, I don't know that it can actually top what I now see in my head because of that yeah. description. There's there's yeah. it's only downhill from that description. God, I don't know. I'm I'm and the town is called Swine Hill. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. There's lot, lots to unpack this is, there. This is the revenge of the swine because it's the pig people. I'm telling you, that's what it is. They're taking over this pig, this pig factory and they're going to start putting humans through They're making everyone sick with the swine flu. So anyways, what else you got? I have news. Yeah, I was going to say, let's do Tanya's okay. news. So you always have catchy like headlines. Yeah. This Except one's, for this week. She doesn't even go here. That's the title. She doesn't even go here. Okay. So there is a tendency to classify women as YA or middle grade authors, despite the actual content of their books. Yeah. So um, I came across this article and, and like I knew it, but I didn't really think about it, I guess, you know? Yeah. Because like I've been reading a lot of more female authors and it's like, oh, I mean, I guess this is YA, but I don't doesn't feel like it so um 
multiple reasons. Like my example is also an example that they used in the article. Um, Sarah J. Moss's uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. That's billed as a YA book. But it's lots but of But it fun. is real not. Lot, lots of sex. Lots yeah. of, I mean, pretty explicit language. Not yeah. like he drove his rock hard. No, to that. Not full on smut. Well, but I saw, I saw where someone listed all the like, here are words that shouldn't be in a, a real YA book. Um, spreading, it, slipped, slide between my legs, feasted on me. Like, all of those things are in this book that the publisher is billing as YA. Yeah. It's not a YA novel. Is the the protagonist is, like, 19, and so maybe okay, but the content, despite the protagonist... I think we've talked about this a little bit. I know, it went me, on podcast. Okay, I know yeah. me, me and Derek have talked about this a lot, um, because it, there's a reverse of that. And? Men. Men don't can't get into the, gay can't get into YA. Yeah. If a man writes a YA science fiction fantasy novel, it they just, they don't yeah. they don't release it as YA. They go ahead and just throw it on science fiction fantasy. Mm. So it's like gender like gender kind of, bias. This is a gender yeah. bias that yeah. that goes both ways. And I feel like there's this weird interplay, like in between spot. Just like I feel like okay, this is clearly not YA, but if like. Well, you have new adult in A books. Okay. So you've got your MG, your middle grade, your YA, your new adult, See, and then your adult I've adult. never heard of so, it. Yeah, I don't think new adult gets enough play. I've never even heard of that. I had not I had not heard of MG, middle grade, until yeah, I, I, I was doing this article. I, I knew middle grade, but I had but, never... But yeah, so you know, they're saying like middle grade is like upper elementary kind yeah. of thing, mm-hmm. and YA, they're saying it's 12... Mm-hmm. All the way up to your twenties. Yeah, I was like, "What's appropriate for an eighteen and nineteen year old is not okay for a twelve year old." I'm not saying twelve year olds don't know about sex and all of these things, but the themes are different. But your may- maturity but maybe, levels different. But maybe let's show what's in the book before it's bought by like letting it be in a section where you know what you're getting. Yeah. Well, and see, that's the thing where it. this is getting fucky is where, I mean. Guys who are specifically writing YA aren't getting in where they need to go, and females, there are, despite there are a f- very few. There, like some, I think the guy who writes Rangers of Prince, I think it's a guy that writes Rangers, Rangers of Prince, yeah. and then the guy who does the uh, Olympians, <clears throat> series, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Yeah. Um, I've figured. I mean, I thought Percy Jackson was YA. I mean, it seems very no, that's much. Well, that's what you're saying. There's, there's there are, very there few. Are, except, there are a yeah. couple of guys but, that are in there. Yeah. But there was another article that I found somewhere that really broke it down. Like, I saw some place where there were some numbers about like. Um, I didn't. I don't. I didn't bring the numbers because it wasn't directly relevant to my article. But it was, you know, talking about um, the YA books coming out in 2019 and how 87 percent of them are female. Yeah. There's some of them are, you know, the authors non-binary gendered, and then a couple men, and that seems to also mirror the protagonists and YA being very in, like wanting to be very inclusive so therefore your protagonists tend to not be guys straight guys so you tend to have like a lot more female yeah. protagonists which typically are written more by female authors which we're but, not we're not going to go into this on no. the podcast but everyone should go look at uh vulture just did an article that's gone viral about the drama in the ya twitter sphere right now just how like it 
Oh, why, who's, why, who's trying to out PC yeah, each other? It, yeah, it's like it, everyone's trying to out woke each other. Yeah, and it's causing a shitstorm. So we're not going to touch on that. Yeah, just go look. It's it's a really intriguing read. Um, but back to yeah. back to my thing. Um, for for specifically for Sarah J. Moss, like she had a large YA following before she did a Court of Thorns and Roses. So I can see where the publisher would want to bank on that, right? Because she was already in that vein. She already had a following, right? right. Well, that at that point, it's a failure of her editor. Her editor, if they know they're going to market it as YA, then they need to they edit need it to go in and edit it to be YA to be YA. But y- yes. But I she I haven't found anything where she specifically says, "Well, I didn't want this to be YA." Yeah. But well, there are there are some other authors. Um, that's that's a publishing fault for Sarah J. Moss in particular. But the community reading community also has a lot to do with this, where um, we are shelving books as YA, calling it YA, but it's not. Um, for example, Sylvia Morena Garcia has an upcoming book. It's Gods of Jade and Shadow. Um, someone on Goodreads was like, hey, y'all, can we stop labeling this as YA? The, you know, the author has said this is an adult fiction. Stop putting it on YA shelves. Like, you can do your Goodreads shelves the way you want, but this is not YA. And how the author, it, how's it going to? Sh- how's the is, publisher? Yeah. What shelf is it going to be on in the bookstore? Because if the publisher, probably YA. Well, that's the thing. That's like, publisher. Thing. That's 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 not a reader thing. That's a publisher thing. Well, like, it, they're not doing also, their jobs. But I mean, yes, it's for the publisher. But also, if the community collectively says this is a YA book, despite well, the wait, author and everyone else saying it's not, when people come into shop, they're yeah. going to look in YA for this book. Well, here, but here's the thing: how many people, <clears throat> how many how many authors do you follow? Exactly. Very few. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. me, like, I think I follow Nicholas Eames on Twitter, and yeah. that's... I follow, like, a dozen. Yeah, well, yeah. but that's the thing, like, but... See, I if, follow more of, like, the book blur, like, the, yeah. the community rather than specific right. authors. But, so my, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, like, if the publisher, the book is not out yet, so mm-hmm. no one's, no one's read the book. Um, well, so advanced reader copies. Is a tiny fraction okay. of people. But... How, again, vocal, but vocal or, people. Look, but yeah, no, I get it. Everyone in this room is an active reader. Yeah. How many advanced reader copy reviews have you read in the past month or two? None. None. Exactly. <laughs> like that's my like. Yes. None. I don't want to read it. I'm not saying that the reader. word doesn't get out. I'm yeah. saying that the word is getting out to such a tiny fraction of people that the 98 percent of the people who are going to read this book they've never seen that the author said this isn't ya they've not gone and hunted down advanced reader copy reviews of it they just know hey i walked into books a million this is on the ya shelf or like hey you know i'm on goodreads the publisher says this is a ya book it's a ya book so like at the end of the day like it's not at the end of the day what are we paying these publishers for? well yeah at the end of the day like we 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 rely on the publisher to kind of... They're the ones who have handled this from day one yeah. to now. To usher this, usher yeah. this to the appropriate shelf. And if they're not doing that... But at what point does the publisher go, well, I know you said that it's adult, but YA is what's selling, so we need to make our money back. And shuffle it to the wrong shelf, where, well, that's, where people that's are shopping more. Well, that's no, something no, you have to it's, work it's out. Still a prob- it's still a problem with the publisher. Like, yeah. at, like this, is, this is a publisher issue. The... Publishing company needs to adjust how they're doing things. Like, quit 
shelving stuff YA just because it's fantasy written by a woman that that's has not a, typically a female that's not Robin yeah. Hobb and a couple dozen others. Yeah. You know, like they're like it, it can be and conversely, like don't automatically shelve like I don't know here's the thing that baffles me. Why do they fucking just automatically shelve dude YA on the fantasy shelves? Like Yeah. YA sells better. Yeah. It does, you know, but especially if you're trying to sell the kind of things that would sell that you that is considered YA in content, you're trying to compare oh. that to a Sanderson novel. Yeah. There's no way they're going to be able to sell anything like. That. Well, and the other thing is, like they were talking about, was like YA is typically marketed towards females. Yep. There's no like basically because our lady brains well, can't con that we we can't handle big. Well, real no. fantasy, well, real sci-fi, because we're dumb, so we have to. No, have I don't YA. think it's a dumb thing. I think it's, it feels that way. Well, okay, yes, but I don't think. Yeah. How? What do you think the percentage of women working in publishing is? Real small. Uh no, it's no, like eighty, super like eighty-five percent yeah. of really? the people working in publishing. It's are like women. overwhelming. So do you do you think it's that they think that women are dumb? No, they know what sells. Here's, you know how to get their money. This is hmm. what this is the this is what they think. So here's the problem. Like, so you're done with Sweet Valley. I'm done with Hardy Boys. Uh, you move on to YA. There is no real good. There's not a lot of male targeted YA. Oh, I get that. So I just I just go ahead and move on to Stephen King. To well, yeah, in my case, I did read lost yeah. Stephen King. But, <laughs> Christopher uh, Pike. Uh, yeah. But I but and that's also Black Company. You know, I went on oh, Amazon yeah. and found like some. I went to Raymond E. Feist. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So guys tend to just jump, but there's also a perception, not that guys are smarter, but that just guys, it's more that, it's (laughs) more that guys are nerdier. Yeah. It's more a perception that guys are nerdier and guys are more prepared to buy in on fantasy to obsessive nonsense. Obsessive, obsessive (laughs) shit. Yeah, I get that. And I I I think, I think over time it'll change, but just for now, it's the nature of the industry. I just but, want everybody to tighten up. Like, if well, like, hey, come on, man. I literally uh, Thursday I went and met with Daniel from Interstellar, mm-hmm. and we we had like a sit down. We were talking about book, like about a three hour sit down where we were critiquing each other's stuff. And he asked me on the the book that he's working on. He's like, well, you know, I've kind of had this thought. Like, what if I redid this as YA? You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, first off, you're gonna have to age of your characters is gonna have to come down. Like, yeah. They're they're like in their late twenties right now, early thirties. Like the main characters are going to have to be younger. But the other thing is like, you're not you're not going to be published under Daniel of Interstellar. Yeah, you know, not really. Like the odds <laughs> of that happening are you'd have to go not, by Danny, not really with an I, or just well the thing the thing I that was a lot literally of people, about to say that Danny with an I. The thing that a lot of people do is you get like J.K. Rowling. Uh, or R.F. Kong, who wrote Poppy War, yeah. whose book, despite <laughs> its content, keeps being called YA. You yeah, read that, that. Oh, that book's but they're But they're shelving YA. it as YA because well, it's a female it, and, it, and your protagonist if, if is in you, her teens. If you read it up, if you only read the first half of that book, it's it's a school book. It's a school setting. It's, it's Asian Harry Potter to a degree. Yeah. Well, here's um, a... Well, no, it, actually, it's Asian Name of the Wind, really. It's very similar to Name of the Wind, like the, the school setting and whatnot, and it gets caught up. But then, like, the next half of the book, like the back half of the book, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's rough. 
Yeah. So, but I mean, but that's yeah. but that's getting shelved as YA because it follows a younger female protagonist. Well, I'll also say that I think that book does get a like it might be getting shelved YA, but I at least in the fantasy community, the yeah, fantasy I've community never heard is it considered hardcore YA. considers that. Now, I'm I'm sure that there are people who are shelving it YA, um, but, but that was that that didn't come out on YA end of year list. It came yeah. out on fantasy end of year lists and yeah. stuff like that because it it's. But I mean, okay, so you've got that sort of nebulousness yeah. with uh, Poppy War, where you know protagonist starts out young, grows through the end of the book, but you don't have that with Red Rising, which is a similar thing where their protagonist is young and you see yeah. him age, but you don't get that. Well, maybe Red Rising's YA. N- no, no, that's well, because Red that. Rising is YA. Uh, by Pierce Brown, not YA. No. Everything that I've seen, it's always been categorized in YA. Uh, that's uh, why I haven't read it yet, because I was like, I'm not it's really not YA no. at all. That's, no. that's where I got it well, from no, on the shelves. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, maybe if you were really arbitrary based on your character age, I but mean, like, content, this, does, this no. doesn't spoil anything, but like major characters' wife gets hung in the, like, opening chapter more or less and because it's mars and has lower gravity he has to literally pull her legs down to, to snap, her, to snap neck. her neck yeah like it's it doesn't start out like but i've never seen red rising really talk about his ya like that's, that's another the, one that like fantasy like hardcore embraces because like those books are not like those books are dark um yeah so i mean like even if you're just arbitrarily shelving things ya based on the character's name that's still not or Cause age because those, the board, those books not the are not shelved ya those books no. are in the fantasy section of books a million like if you go right now like the red rising series is mm-hmm. there they're not um i got my first cop i got my copy of it from dragon con they're giving out Fancy. copies Fancy. there but yeah so that was it and then like there's there's some yeah. other things but i mean that's that's essentially it and one of the takeaways was like for me, um, you know, fantasy and sci-fi is typically male authors. That's that's the guy's realm of things. And as we've got all these more female writers getting into fantasy, and they're just automatically being relegated to the land of YA because, you know, right. if it's a fairy tale retelling, it has to be for teenagers or whatever. It's like you can you can write for teens like Hunger Games, but you can't write big boy fantasy and yeah. sci-fi so you're just automatically because she did a definitely super fairy tale thing. Um, but she started out spinning silver as has been shelved as ya by naomi novik well, i th- i think but yeah i think that one is but uprooted is not mm. uprooted is not shelved ya yeah so that's i don't that's my thing is yeah. Just and see, and me. I think I, spinning silver is supposed to be YA though. But no, it was used as an example. Oh, okay. of, this is not YA, but everyone's calling it. Okay, well, but, uprooted is not YA, yeah. and it's not shelved. Well, and like as as a reader, I don't necessarily want to exclusively read YA, but the books that or what is classified as YA, I want to say that I'm I'm actually reading big kid sci fi fantasy, but I also want to read more than just old books like traditional like Ari Salvatore and like all these like people who've been in the game forever so it's like well let me get some new freshness and all the new freshness is being relegated a lot of the new freshness is being relegated to YA despite mm-hmm. content and it kind of makes me feel like well, well you I haven't gotten to big yeah. kid well no land. like you you I guess well 
that you don't spend a lot of time really in looking the, looking yeah. at it. Like so, like me, like I'm constantly finding like new stuff, but I'm also actively looking right. for it, kind of deal. Right. Like, see, I have read a lot of these people that have been around for you know decades, mm-hmm. but I like all the books I've read recently have been new books by new authors for the most part. Yeah. Like there's been a couple that, you know, were, I mean, so, but like, like, like going on to things like the fantasy subreddit, you know, or stuff like that. Like you, you find like, see, see what the, like that's, I mean, that's Kings of the wild, you know, right. like new author. He ain't been in the game for decades. And he just like great city of stairs by Robert Jackson Bennett, female protagonist, Traditional fan or not traditional fantasy, but in big boy fantasy, saying he's it came out in two thousand fourteen. I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's I it's, a, it's that a phenomenon that I yeah. like I in my head I noticed, but I hadn't really noticed noticed. Well, now that's the thing. Now you know. Yeah. And so you can adjust accordingly. Like maybe that's why like I'm getting these books and being sidelined by like why why is this happening in this book when I I picked it off of the shelf why. Why is why why is my lady protagonist always arbitrarily falling in love with some dude? Every book. Oh, that's a whole other thing. I think I think we need to be done. I'm going to keep talking a okay. lot about this. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, ugh. Ugh. All right. So uh, I'm going to kind of gloss over this last bit of news. Um, the headline for it. So I didn't do headlines for the others because they were so short. Okay. But this is a a, a slightly longer thing. But uh. This one's called Heaven Sent. Sent uh, as in like mailed or like sent as in like, a smell? Like as in the phrase. Oh, Heaven Sent. Heaven sent. Okay. Um, so Heaven Hill Brands oh. has hired a new master distiller, hmm. Connor O'Driscoll. He's only the fifth master distiller that this company's had. And they, they're they 84 years old. Oh, wow. This company. He replaces Denny Potter, who hmm. uh, is leaving to go to lead the distilling at Maker's Mark. So O'Driscoll, he started his career in 2004 as operations manager for Brown Foreman. After five years, he moved to oversee operations at Woodford Reserve. Hmm. Fancy. And I figured Derek would have something to say about that, but apparently not. Um, Shortly thereafter, he added uh, warehousing and processing responsibilities and he left Woodford Reserve to go lead operations at Angels Envy. What is? What do they do? Angels Envy. Angels Envy is oh. a yeah. That's its own thing. Okay. Side yeah. side note, real quick on Angels Envy. While I was at the ABC store today, huge shortage in AB, in Angels Envy. So it's yeah. like being rationed across the country now. So he's a native of Dublin who moved here in 1989. Oh, I think I got that from the name. Uh, wow. I'm, my name's Magoo. Am I from racist? Dublin? O'Driscoll? Bitch, what did we say about not eating donuts in the middle of the show? you like, I'll wait until this is over. I was real hungry. So he said, I'm very proud to be part of the Heaven Hills distorted whiskey legacy. The trust of the Shapira family is humbling, and I'm excited and honored to carry on the traditions of the master distillers that helped establish Heaven Hills place in the industry. I'm especially honored to carry on the legacy of Parker Beam, whose expectations for quality and consistency live on today. Bob, quick ask Tanya a question. Uh, my mouth doesn't have a bunch of donut in it. I took a tiny bite. Hmm. Hmm. Um, enough, enough that I could cheek it like a hamster. So let's, let's real quick. What did you read this week? Oh, God. I had news. Oh, oh. Derek, what's your news? Well, you didn't tell me you had news ahead of time. No one asked. You... 
We're in a she group chat. told me uh, ahead of time. Well, we came in and you were like, it's time to go. Let's go, guys. And I was like, oh, you, okay. You had all week to let me know you have news. Yeah, but I didn't get news until what's yesterday. The, what's the news? What's oh, the ahead. breaking it news, needs Derek? to be quick. Um, I didn't have that much to say. It was really short. It's okay. just that it, fall of this year, um, production is starting on the King Killer Chronicles uh, TV show. Ooh. Uh, and I also saw that uh, Wheel of Time Wheel is of Time starting is, soon. Mm, mm. Yeah, they've started. They'll start on production on that this year as well. Yeah. That King Killer one will be interesting to watch. Takes place before the books. Okay. Uh, what'd you read? Um, I am reading Present Over Perfect by Shauna Nyquist, and I am listening to The Grey House by Miriam some Russian. Yeah. <laughs> some, some Russian? Some Russian. Some r- Miriam. She's, she's not actually Russian, oh, I don't think. Russian. I think she's... Uh, anyway. She might be Georgian or... She's not... Some it, Eastern European yeah. female. Um, And I finished a book, but I can't remember what it was. Present Over Perfect? Nope. I'm still reading that. What was the audiobook that I just finished? I don't know. Well, I read Here Be Dragons by David P. McPherson, which is great. Those people on this podcast that have read Kings of the Wild, read this book. It's a lot like Kings of the oh, Wild. I listened to Emma by oh, Jane Austen. Right. I finished Emma by Jane Austen. That's um, what that was. Here Be Dragons is a old, retired adventurer getting back in the game. Hey, I like that. Also, if you'll recall back, I did a episode. Uh, we did an episode where it was the books, beards, and burrows, mm-hmm. and I did like the ten best burrows. This one takes the number one spot now. Thunder from Here Be Dragons Down is under. the best burrow, the best donkey in. What kind of book length history. are we talking about for this? It's fairly short. I mean, it's a, it was a pretty quick read. Get the oh, it, if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free to read on Kindle. I do Unlimited. have Kindle Unlimited. It's free to read. Okay. Yeah. Love Kindle Unlimited. Well, that yeah. might... I was... Read it next. It's real good. That's what I was about to say is I just finished Ready Player One. Yeah. So I haven't started anything else. Read that. You'll love it. I think. <sighs> I've got so many things to read. Or off right. air, we're going to talk about a book. Uh, that may suffi- be... Sufficiently Advanced Magic. But the reasons why I think for you is kind of long. So I'm not okay. going to talk about it we'll, on air. We'll but, talk about it. Yeah. Um, I read that. I read They Mostly Come Out at Night. Uh, Yarn yeah, World Book that. One. Who do I know that from? It's free on Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> pa- hmm. uh, Benedict Patrick or something like that. I recognize, the yeah. Yeah. It was Maybe real I good. It was that. real good. Like, you get halfway through that book and you're like, they resolved everything. Like, what? Like, how is there another half of this book? And then, like, shit pops the fuck off. And then off. you realize you're they like, were asleep the oh whole time. Oh, my God. It, it, no, it's not that, but there is, like, you you come to realize that, like, uh, uh, oh, oh. Um... And I read Dead Lake, which is a short horror novel by, uh, I can't remember who. Um, it was all right. Um, the, uh, this is first episode of February. What, what? By the end of February, uh, if you want to get in on our short reads, you need to read Seasons of Glass and Iron by Amal El Motar and A Sheltered Woman by Yi Yoon Lee. You can find links. Oh, I hope that's good. Yeah, you can find the links on booksbeardsbooze.com. Just go to our short reads tab and look for February. I would like it to be good too, so that I don't be mean. You feel about mildly a thing. responsible for. Did you pick the Yi Young Lee? No, the first I, no, one? no you I did. did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so far my picks have been. I'm just. Like, <laughs> no, no uh, his picks. That, that's really been the I only feel like down. I need to, though, I need for to look for some short stories. Yeah. Like that was the only one we no. universally agreed was. Yeah, just, yeah. Mm. that's the only one that we like. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Ain't none. Um, um, I read Ready Player One. 
I'm work still working you on that. You finished that slice of life manga, didn't you? No, I I oh, bought yeah. all of it, so okay. I have it to but finish, but I have it. not finished it yet. And then, uh, which is Horimiya. Horimiya. H o r i m i y a. Real good. A lot of fun. Really endearing. But it's kind of you know what we're not getting into okay. that. Um, but <laughs> no, 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 no we will very, very, very briefly. It's just gotten to the point where like the characters are kind of in a relationship now, and you know, in a lot of TV shows, like once the people get together, it's you lose kind of slacks off. Like and the Office was better when, when Jim, Jim and Pam, Pam weren't, weren't were together. Still it was still good after, but it was better. Like there's well, there's the tensions still... part of the fun of watching well, a I mean, character there, like two characters. Which I will say that there is there a is a lot of fun about this happening after that, but it's just it's different. It's not as good. But it's still very good, if that makes sense. No, like it's yeah. not, it's not that. that level of special anymore. It was a ten, now it's a nine. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. Okay. Anyways, but other than that, I'm probably gonna start. Here we dragons. Either that or this other yeah, one that you were gonna I talk to me about. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Either way, we'll we'll discuss yeah. it, or maybe something I already own, like Tarzan or something, because I've okay. got it. Um, man, Kindle Unlimited. I'm finding so many good books on there now. Like, I and, actually, oh, like, I've, I've, I've oh. really been setting out to actively find Kindle Unlimited books, and I'm finding some. Really, and I really good started, books. yeah, I started reading this really short, uh, really small, obscure series called Harry Potter that's oh, on right. Kindle oh, Unlimited. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so I just started the first book of that. Nice. So. One of my favorite things about KU is the books that have audible so accompaniment. Accompaniment. Oh yeah. So that's, those are the books else. that I like, look some for. Some of these books, uh, mm-hmm. you get a free audiobook with. Oh, it. also, I just yeah. got a Paperwhite. <gasps> Yay. Good deal. Good deal. But I don't get it until my birthday because my Aww. mom was like, "No, it's I'm gonna hold it hostage." That's a mom thing. She's yeah. like, "I'm holding it hostage until you come visit me for my birthday, which is seven days before, six days before your birthday." Mm. Nice. That's fair. Mm. Fair. But yeah, so I use Ku less about reading books like you do, and more about using it as an audible supplement. Yeah, because if it has, there are some of them on Ku that you just get the audible book for free. Yeah, see that's solid. I've yeah, seen see, I, a little I bit hunt of that, those but. down. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, um, we'll wrap up there. And uh, I'll say, uh, as you tackle the coming week, may the blessing of the beard be upon you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.